This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. Today I have someone who walks for a living and he enhances other people's life experience on earth by helping them walk. Um, I'm delighted to welcome Toby Clark. Toby is to walking what David Attenborough is to nature. He was born in the beautiful island of Ibiza and he moved away when he was 10 years old. He moved to the UK, but he always longed to go back. Toby's love of walking and nature has made him give up a really lucrative career 10 years ago to return to the island of Ibiza. This is one of the gems we've learned about in this chat. I absolutely love these studies that are done around the world and they come back and say walking is good for you and they've spent 3 million doing a study on it it's just like come on it's it's <laughs> obvious that going for a walk is good for you and there's been so many studies that that it's great for thinking and it's great for depression great for all all sorts of um problems that are really rife on our planet at the moment so i will start with our first question What is wellness to you? I love that question and wellness to me is got to come from every part of our body and our mind and our soul. I think when when people say wellness is just one part of it, I don't agree. So it's getting up, jumping out of bed, which I don't always jump out of bed, but that's my intention, and for my mind to feel good and happy to be alive and awake that day. And then also for my whole body just to feel good as well, you know, those, those first steps out of bed when you're a bit um stiff in the mornings is feeling good and then following on from that you know going through the whole day feeling alive and well and it in happiness as well i think it goes hand in hand if you're not feeling happiness then you don't feel wellness so for me it's a combination of of everything that all of our senses need to be eating happy food and going through the whole day in a beautiful way now toby you had told me this absolutely mind blowing story about how you got into walking so i'd love you to share that i'm one of the blessed ones i was lucky enough to be born on this magical island of ibiza born to hippie parents and i was taken off the island when i was 10 years old and went to england but i always really longed to come back and then when my um when i was sort of getting older i kept coming back here on a holiday but i thought i need to come back on a more permanent um basis got a beautiful um wife in England and we both decided to have a, a massive change in our life so we decided to give up the corporate life um, my wife and I were in the corporate life used to wear a shirt and a tie every day believe it or not and we gave everything up we went traveling around the world for a year and then came to Ibiza and at that moment we didn't know what we were going to do here we'd be had an amazing experience traveling and i was really sort of a bit lost in my purpose in life i'd had jobs before but they weren't really what i wanted to do and i came up with this brainwave or or the, the, it came to me i remember the exact moment it came to me and i had this sort of shiver through my body and the idea that came and the thought that came after that was that I should try and walk around the entire coastline of Ibiza. And for people maybe who don't know Ibiza, it's not a huge island. The coastline is about 200 kilometers. Uh, so the night before I left, I was having this moment of what do I need to take with me? You know, I've got a backpack. I'd never really walked that distance before in my life at all. And I decided to take my backpack, a very simple tent. I I did get some hiking sandals, but I was still wearing jeans and things. It was really my initial bang into doing this sort of adventure. And the night before I was getting ready, I decided to um look through what I needed to take, so the credit cards for food, to buy stuff, 
um, wallets, phones, and everything else. But something made me open up a drawer and throw everything in that drawer. My wallet, my um, credit cards, or my money. I thought I need to do this with it with something else to make it more of an adventure for me. And as I closed the drawer, this little um, noise happened inside. If you know when a when a coin goes and then drops, and I opened up the drawer, and there was a one euro coin there. So I thought, wow, I'm supposed to walk around the whole island and survive, try and survive with one euro. And I literally went off a few days later. My very sensible wife did say, at least try and take um, enough food and water for the first 24 hours. So she gifted me that food and water for the first 24 hours. And I set off from the port of Ibiza and I just thought I want to keep the water on my left and keep going. And that's exactly what I did. In the end, it took me 11 days to circumnavigate the whole coastline. And I found out then how to forage, how to live off the land and how to live off the beauty of, of other people. Because of all the times when I asked for people for food and for help and for water, and I also had my little nine month old puppy Cosmo with me, I only got refused it one time every other time people oh. happily and gladly gave me some fruit off the tree or opened up their fridge and welcomed me in or the bars and restaurants also um were very happy apart from one time most people are, are beautiful people that's incredible tell me toby you know we're at this point now where all over the world people are saying walking is the best exercise people are doing a lot of research and then coming back and recommending that you need to walk why do you think walking gives you wellness i absolutely love these studies that are done around the world and they come back and say walking is good for you and they've spent three million doing a study on it it's just like come on it's, it's <laughs> obvious that going for a walk is good for you but i also love it that there's some scientific proof which a lot of people feel like they need to believe it. But for me, I know we all spend too long looking at screens, computers, and um, not being out in nature enough. And our brains need to be out in the wild and looking at trees and hearing the birds and the bees and everything else. And I think it's just beautiful for our, our soul at a soul level. It, it really helps us connect back with who we are. And there's been so many studies that, that it's great for thinking and it's great for depression, great for all, all sorts of um, problems that are really rife on our planet at the moment. And the simplest cure is go out, start out just with a, a 20 minute walk. I think we can all squeeze this into our day. And just go out for 20 minutes. And then if you get the bug, you might do 30 minutes. And then you never know, you might do a 12-day walk around the island. Oh, my God. That's incredible. <laughs> but tell me something. Is there a correct way of walking? Um, is there a correct way of walking? We all do it when we're about one year old and we start walking. And, um, and then what everyone does is they put shoes on these very young babies you know, or very young ch children. And really, as, as very young children, the best thing for babies or kids to wear is, is nothing on their feet because it keeps the feet um, working the way they should if you put shoes on. And we do put shoes on babies because they look very cute and very cool as well. But, it's, but we really need to walk. For me, um, I've gone through every sort of shoe in the world from a 300 euro pair of hiking boots. And now for me, the, the ones that work the best are the, the thinnest sole ones where you're really connecting with the, the movement and the feeling of your feet wrapping around the stones and the rocks and the pebbles and everything else. So a correct way of walking, when you're just doing a little walk, don't worry about it. Just go out and do a 20 minute walk and don't worry about your breathing, don't worry about what you're supposed to be doing, just walk. If you're gonna do, go and do the Camino de Santiago or the beautiful routes around Ibiza for you know, a good eight hour day or multiple day activities, then yes, it's worthwhile thinking a bit about how you're walking. And you should walk um, swinging your arms because your arms keep your spine 
in the right posture as you're walking. Try and get a pair of shoes that it's, it's got to be something that's that's good for the person. And everyone has preferences whether they wear huge boots or like me, the thinnest possible little pair of um, sandals. So it's got to be what you're happy with, but just get out and do it and you'll find the way. But swing your arms. If you're doing long walks, walking poles are really good because they keep your posture high, um, up in a straighter position. You can tend to go a bit over if you're walking long periods of time. So, But just get out there and do it. We've all been walking since millions, hundreds of thousands of years. So get out and do it, and then you'll feel amazing. So you're saying be comfortable. So wear footwear that's comfortable. Swing your arms. And if need be, take poles, walking poles. Especially if you're doing slightly uneven walks, if you're getting a bit more advanced and you think I want to challenge myself by going up a hill that I've seen in my neighborhood or join a group, um, go and do that. But maybe take a pair of walking poles to help you, stopping you from sliding down a little bit. And a, and a great top tip that I give on many of my walks is when you're going downhill on slippery slopes, keep your nose over your toes. Everyone that comes to my walks will know that one. And basically we slide because our weight is too far back. Right. So that, that's when we slide. But if you move, move your weight and make sure your nose is always over your toes, you don't slide as much because then your weight is more on the balls of your feet. And that stops you from sliding if you're down, going downhill on slippery, slopey and stony little gravelly downhill slopes. And just try it even on a pavement. Next time you're walking down a pavement that's slightly downhill, mm -hmm. just move your weight and put your nose slightly forward and you'll feel that the posture is actually more comfortable for walking downhill. That's interesting because instinctively when you're going downhill, we all move backwards. But you're saying do the opposite. That's very interesting. And tell me how many steps do you recommend are the right amount of steps? Is it with the, this 10,000 steps that everyone is talking about? The 10,000 steps came about and I've researched it and the guy actually had no idea what to come up with. He just came up with this fictitious figure of 10,000 steps. It's been, become this thing that everyone strives to do every day or they have their Fitbit or whatever they're, they're doing their measuring on. And I think it's fantastic. I, at the beginning, I was a bit like, ah, that's so stupid. Why do you need to have a figure just go out and walk? What it is doing is it's making people look at their watch or whatever halfway through the day. And if they haven't done the 10,000 steps, they make the effort to do it, which I think is fantastic. I think that's a, a great motivational thing to go. For me, if I'm not doing any particular long walks with clients or going out for a longer exploration myself, I try and do about between three and five kilometers every day. If you need another inspiration, get a dog, as you, as you know. When you're sat at your computer too long, Cosmo comes up and goes, hey, come on, it's time to go out. But again, I just think go out. And even if you're just going to walk for five minutes, just go out and do it. Just get that first initial step going. That's the most important thing. This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast, Wellness Curated, on Apple, Spotify, and a host of other channels. Any other kit you would recommend, maybe for people doing longer, slightly longer walks? Sure. When you're starting to do longer walks, you want to be able to take some things with you, like a snack, a banana, an apple, some nuts or something like that. And of course, water is super important, even if it's cold. You can get these great um, little backpack with um, a bladder. So you have a, a pouch of water in the back with a tube that comes around. And then you can just sip on the water as you need to. And you're not always stopping to get your water bottle out and have a drink. So for me, that's really an essential bit of kit. When you're doing longer walks, you know, over you know, five, seven, eight, ten K, then you need to have a water supply and get it, get a good backpack if you're going to do longer walks as well to, to feel comfortable. Your kit should feel comfortable. So here in, in Ibiza, and now it's actually quite a cold day here, but we normally have like 10 degrees when we start walking in the winter 
and by lunchtime it could be 20 and then it's back down to 10 again so it's all about multiple layers so we start out with a body warmer and a jumper and then they all come off again and then you put them all back on again and anything you would say that don't ever do this when you're walking any no-nos uh don't go out your comfort zone i'd say especially if you're going out for an exploration walk by yourself stay within your comfort zones don't go off off marked paths i'd say unless you really know know the area um every year a lot of people die even on this tiny little island rabitha i think this year we've lost four people oh. who have been out walking and slipped off an edge or fallen down a shaft or something like that and it does happen because there's a lot of people out there walking and always a really great thing to do is to um if you're going on a longer walk to share your live location with a friend or family member just saying yeah, I'm just going out for a walk and um, they can see where you are if you're not back at dark at least they, they can say okay oh he came back and forgot to switch it off or he's why is he still out there and where is he so but I come back to the thing enjoy it but that's very good advice make sure someone knows where you are if you're going further afield but tell me Toby in all your 10 years of walking have you had any life-changing stories something that you know you know that the walk has changed them forever i've had m- multiple experiences of the simple act of walking changing someone's life and one that really comes to mind is every year after my 1 euro walk every year i do a 12 day walk around the island and after i've been doing it for now over 10 years and someone suggested some years ago why don't i try and help people that maybe couldn't afford it because it's not the cheapest trip because it's 12 days fully supported and everything so they said why don't i give one place away for free and that's this lovely girl called Jo Yule i've got to give her a quick shout out because it was her her idea that inspired me and she said it's nice to give one place away for free so i thought about it i thought wow that's a lot of money to give away for free but i sort of felt into myself and so i said okay let's do it so we've sent out um if you know someone who um maybe needs a free place or a benefit from it and anyway we got down the shortlist and we eventually gave this place away and there was this amazing um girl who we gave the place away to from Dublin and she'd been the victim of a hit and run accident when she was i think um something like 13 or 14 years old a car hit her pinned her against a wall um she fell over the back of the wall and the 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 guy just drove off and left her for dead so it was like oh my god she remembered when she was younger that her mum said If you ever need some help don't shout help because no one comes so shout fire so she started shouting fire and she realized she was there so she started shouting fire and then someone heard her and came and rescued her and got in the ambulance and everybody but she basically then spent the next 4 years in and out of hospitals and the hospital all said she wouldn't walk again so she lost her, all of her teenage life and then through pure determination she's a really determined and amazing girl and through determination she did manage to start walking again she had got she's got scars all on her legs and pins everywhere but she started to walk again and she started to find the enjoyment of walking in the hills behind dublin and she started to do little walks just as i said one step at a time you know but we've got most of us listening have got amazingly good bodies but she really had to break through crazy pain and mind as well to to get out walking again when we gave her the place i was like i'm not sure this is the right person we've given it to because how is she going to do a 12 day walk around the island and she said it's my goal if i can walk around the island in 12 days i know that's me done and i can get on with the rest of my life so we met her a beautiful soul and she at the end of the day she completed the 12 days but only because of the the group that helped her do that we were amongst this group of people all different walks of life rich people poor people and she we actually had to carry her through some of the days because she just couldn't carry on walking her legs had had it she got bad blisters and everything and when she actually eventually walked over that finish line everyone was in tears it was just amazing to see this girl and it made us feel how humble we were 
thinking, oh, we're having a hard day, but wow, what this girl had been through. And um, it changed her life. After that, she got a fantastic job now. She's brilliant. And she actually messaged me to say she wants to come back and do the same trip trip again next year. Okay. So for me, that is just incredible. That's how you change people's lives by walking. And I'm sure you enhance a lot of people's lives every day. I give them the space to to come and do these things. At the end of the day, that space enables them to change themselves. I'm a modality on the way to doing it. I think everyone changes their own lives in their own way. And there's amazing people around the world that just open up that space to to enable it to happen. Do you do sort of meditative walks or walking meditation? Have you ever done that with people? We do um, mindful walks. It's a beautiful thing to do in nature and really slow down. I always find it very interesting bringing people on the walks that are, say, living in a, in a very high-powered, fast-paced job in the city, banking or lawyers or something. You know, they just wanted to get from A to B. They're not interested in anything along the way. It's just their goal to do as many kilometers as they can in that day tick it off the box and then move on with the next day. And if you ask them in a year, what do they see on the walk? They wouldn't think of anything. So I quite often like to get these people that are on a walk and very much not ready for stopping at all. I'll get them to stop. And if I connect with them, take their shoes and socks off and then walk along a bit of a path that's safe to walk on and just feel the soles of their feet on the ground, which they may not have done since they were kids. And then to get them to stop at a, at a beautiful flower or a tree or something and look at it in great detail, you know, all the little veins and everything on the leaf and everything else just can trigger something. Not with everyone, but for that, I think to get someone to slow down and do like a meditation or just walk in silence even for five minutes. Some people find that so hard to go out into nature with a group of people. And if I say we're going to walk in silence for five minutes, some people cannot do it. They have to just do a sneaky little, ah, or talk to someone next to them. Um, they can't do it. So, And that's the world we're living in, I think, that people find it very difficult to be in silence. And silence is also becoming less and less. Now, where can you go in the world now when there's really no human noise anywhere? So, Toby, you would recommend that people find a space where they can take off their shoes and just slow down, go in silence, notice the nature near them, maybe examine a tree or a leaf. That's what you would recommend people try and do if they want to do a meditative, mindful walk. Absolutely. And it, I live on a through it and it's very hippy-dippy and some people are going, oh my God, here goes Toby again. Go and look at a leaf and be silent and take your shoes and socks off. But once um, people try it, they, they get it. It's just such a lovely thing to do. We don't stop in our lives enough. And I'm guilty of it as well. You know, I'm, I'm rushing around a lot. And yes, I'm in nature beautifully a lot. But I also sometimes I'm rushing too much and just to stop for a little bit and go, I'm just going to look at this leaf, and how, how it is and how it's made or look at the bark of a tree. Well, give a tree a hug. Why not? Yeah, no, that's magnificent. Tell us, Toby, do you have any advice? I think the simplest thing is just get out and walk. Wherever you are in the world, there's generally walking groups. I started up walking Ibiza with a very simple idea. Um, there's also some people that have asked for my help to set up walking groups in their local area. And if they look, someone feels inspired to set up their own walking group, then get in contact with me and I can give some help. So either just go out and, and go and do it, get out in nature, enjoy life. And Toby, any advice for off-balance and dizziness when walking? It depends why it's coming about. Normally, off, if you're feeling a bit off, it's maybe because you haven't drank enough water or you're um, not breathing enough. So try and take some slightly deeper breaths. Pause for a little bit. 
lean against a tree or sit down if you're feeling really dizzy and just let your let it come back and it might be that you're getting suddenly so you haven't had so much oxygen in your body as well because if you're walking your breath your breathing is getting more and you're breathing more your body might be going oh my god what is all this this beautiful oxygen i'm getting in my body so that could also make you feel a little bit dizzy as well it's also sometimes uh, isn't it low blood pressure sometimes which makes people dizzy it could be yeah yeah it could be that as well I'm not a doctor, so I wouldn't know why that would come about. But just if you do feel a bit off balance, take it easy and and seek someone's help if you need to. Thank you so much, Toby. That was a delightful chat. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the wellness curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your. best life